Hey, this is Joe Caminetti Jr. Welcome to the BC Podcast. We hope it inspires you and helps you in your journey with Jesus. Enjoy the message. Hello to everyone online and hello to our TV audience. Hello to everyone in the room. And guys, I'm going to teach something today I didn't want to teach. Uh, um, and I feel like I'm nervous about it. And I just taught it two times, but I'm still nervous um, because I'm, I feel like I'm stepping out on a limb because I'm touching a subject I didn't really want to touch, but I really felt God wanted me to because we're talking about making room. And making room is about how we increase our capacity on the inside to benefit us on the outside. And I'm going to talk about this, how to make room for health, H-E-A-L-T-H. It's not about diets, so don't worry. Don't get nervous. But how to increase our health, right? Gina asked me to teach this months and months. She's been asking me. And I kept saying, honey, allow me to digest what's happened in my life, pun intended. And uh, just let me digest it a little more. And, uh, but I really felt, I really prayed and I felt I should. If you're visiting, guys, uh, this is a one and done. I'm not going to talk about your health uh, every week, so don't worry about that. Um, but I'm also going to share a lot of scriptures. I, I look at it as just trying to share wisdom that I've learned over many years. And when it comes to diet, this is not about a diet. I've been on every diet known to man, and I've lost weight on every kind of diet, but I gained more back afterwards. And so uh, I've learned the lifestyle, just health things to put in for a lifestyle. So I just want to talk about that and, and, and help us out in that area, uh, all of us. I was talking to a pastor friend this past week, and he had heard I lost weight, so he brought that up. I said, yeah, I'm just eating healthy. He said, I'm going to teach on a Sunday. I don't want to, but I'm going to do it. And, and so he was so excited because he said, I want to hear what you have to say. And uh, then, then uh, he said this, and it really hit, touched my heart. He said, because he believes in healing like I do, and God's a miracle worker. But he said, you know, there's so many people in our, my church that I wish they just understood that they can improve their health if they just eight better things, you know, did, did a few things. And I said, I know, I'm going to see how it works. So stick with me. Uh, I think I'll cover every base. And when I'm done, say, Pastor Joe, whether you liked it or not, say that was great, right? So just so, <laughs> so I feel good. Um, but like I said, I've lost weight on every diet, and this is not about diet. And my favorite diet ever, I would not recommend it, is I did an 1,800-calorie-a-day diet for about a year, and I lost 80 pounds, 1,800 calories. Here's what I did on it, man. I just counted those calories. Every night I had ice cream. That's not a healthy diet. Um, but I bought these skinny cow kind of things, and I had ice cream. I had 300 calories. I'd eat three bars. There were 100 each, you know. I, and then every Sunday morning, I'd drive to church. I'd stop at Panera's, and I'd get that cinnamon roll. Oh, I think it's 600 calories. I haven't looked at But I'd eat that with some coffee before I start praying and getting ready for church. And so it, it was as bad as you could do with processed, sugary foods. And yet I lost weight because I only ate 1,800 calories a day. So, you know, I, I didn't eat enough calories, so I, I lost weight. And, and uh, so it was my most fun. But then after I lost 80 pounds, I gained 100. And so it, they just don't work. And so I've been for 10 years just pursuing all this and just asking God, what can I do? Because this was about me. It's my, my journey. And it came in layers. But Lord, I'm tired of being out of control. I'm tired, Lord, of not being healthy. And then, you know, when I hit 60, I had some things go wrong. And it's like, oh, man, because our bodies age, right? And so I just wanted to be healthier. And that's the journey I went on. So I want to tell you a story. 
It's a Joe story. I shared a piece of it before, but not. I just had something happen about six weeks ago, the ending of it. It's an amazing ending. But when I was 39 or 40, I was having heart pains right here. And uh, I found out later, by the way, that I had a bone out of place and it was causing the pain. But first I went to my doctor, and then he sent me to a cardiologist. He was really worried because I was carrying 40 extra pounds. And yet I'm a young guy. So the cardiologist does a stress test, you know, and he says... There's just something at the, just on your heart. There. I don't know. He goes, I'd like to do a heart cast. So a heart cast is when they go either your arm or your leg up a vein. They take a camera into your heart. They release a dye, and they take pictures to see how blocked you are, you know? And so I do that, and then I go back to consult with him later, and he says, you're about 40% blocked, so you're okay. We don't have to do something until you're 60%. But he goes, you're going to need to come to see me later. And he gave me no solutions. Like, he didn't say you know, change your lifestyle or eat a little better. So I gained 40 pounds after that, went up 80 pounds because I was so depressed, I just ate to get rid of my depression. Being honest with you, right? I didn't know what to do, had no knowledge. And so about 10 years ago, I thought, I'm intelligent. I study the Bible. I can figure this out. So I began, I listened to hundreds of hours of lectures. I listened to doctors and master's degree nutritionists. Uh, and I just, hundreds of hours, guys, and I just start putting it together. I've read at least 50 books on the subject. And I just said, I'm going to educate myself. And it was so hard to add things, but I just added a layer at a time. I'm just a layer at a time guy. I said, I'll add this. Made me feel better. I said, oh, I'll add this. It made me feel better. I said, I'll add some more. And, uh, and so you know my story. Um, last year in August, I still was eating too much. I was eating good foods, but at night before bed, I'd eat two apples, five bananas, and a couple spoons of peanut butter. And, you know, how are you going to ever be healthy eating that much before bed? And, and, and so, uh, you know, I still couldn't stop binging, but mainly was binging on good food. But I just was like, I need a break. So I, last August, not this August, but last August, I, I went to the uh, Eat to Live Clinic in San Diego, Dr. Joel Furman. And he's like a drill sergeant, so um, I could only eat his food. I had no car. Uh, Gina didn't want me to be able to leave, you know. So, um, and uh, <laughs> serious. <laughs> so, uh, and then I come the first morning for breakfast, and it's a bowl of berries, and, and then some some plant based milk and some hemp seed and flax seed, and that was it. And I'm like, I'm going to die. It's all I could think of. I'm going to die. But, you know, within a week, I, I wasn't even hungry. And then I had a really big salad for lunch. And then they had these chefs that made you dinner. And, and, uh, uh, it, it, and then what, what was really crazy is he made me exercise like crazy. And so I, I lost 36 pounds in 31 days. And, and now I'm 100-plus pounds down. But it's all lifestyle. Guys, I eat carbs. I eat... I eat whole wheat pastas. I, I'll eat white pasta sometime if I'm feeling like it, you know? And, and uh, I just eat healthy. I just learned how to eat healthy. And your body just hits its set point. That's all it is. And uh, you know all those people with rock abs and uh, six-packs in Hollywood? They, they hate life. They're miserable. Um, <laughs> they're starving themselves, guys. Wherever you end up, you end up. So don't worry about it. I know skinny people that are so unhealthy. They're so unhealthy. And I know people carrying extra weight that are very healthy. So um, I just figure where I stop, I stop. I don't care. I'm just going to do healthy things, right? And I love myself where I'm at. I want you to love yourself where you're at. But man, if I can improve my health, I want to improve my health. So I come back, and I hadn't been to a doctor for four or five years. And I thought, I'm going to go see a doctor. So I find an internist up in Cleveland. And this guy did all his homework. I shared a little bit with you. Uh, he did all of his homework. 
And uh, he saw that my aorta was a little big. And he said, it's bigger than normal, point something. And he worried me quite a bit. So he sends me to a cardiologist. And this guy does all this heart imagery stuff. And then I go back to talk to him. And I love my cardiologist. And he says, Joey says, you're aorta, no aneurysm. Because my dad had an aneurysm. It was the size of a grapefruit. So they were worried about me when they read the reports about my father. He said, no aneurysm. He said, your aorta is bigger because you did extreme workouts and exercise. I wasn't a great athlete, but I did a lot of extreme exercising. And he said, it just had to grow bigger to, for the capacity of blood going through. So he says, you're fine. He said, but I'd like to do a stress test. So I said, fine. And I go in, they do a chemical stress test, which that, that burn goes through your body, you know. And, uh, and then he said, there's just something there. I'm not sure what it is, you know. Uh, he said, but um, he said, we'll just keep an eye on it. And I said, doctor, I am not a keep an eye on it kind of guy. If Gina would allow me, I'd open my Christmas presents a month early. I hate anticipation. I am not going through a year waiting for you to look at a little later. I said, I like a heart cath. He said, it's very invasive. I said, invade me. I said, just, <laughs> my doctors love me because I say things like that, you know. I go in to my doctor, you want the flu shot? No, I'd rather get the flu. He just starts laughing at me. He goes, well, I go, I need to strengthen my immune system. I, I'll just get the flu. I'll be fine. Don't worry about it. I have a healthy immune system. And so he laughs. He just asked me now just to, to hear my answer. And, uh, and I just have fun with my doctor, right? So uh, he wanted to go in and do the heart cath. And so this is the craziest thing, guys. He goes in, and then I go see him afterwards. I was 40% blocked when, when I was in like 40 years old, and, and I should be 60, 70% blocked now. But I, I read a book, I'll tell you about it in a moment. But I go in to see him, and he consults me, and he's going play by play through the video. Here's, here's this, all the major heart vessels. And here's what he said. He said, Joe, they're all 100% open. So I didn't think he meant what he said. I said, you mean for a 63-year-old, uh, you know, I'm 60% blocked, but it's flowing good, you know, 40, 40%. He said, Joe, Every major blood vessel is 100% clean. And I said, my goodness, because I was, guys, it was bad, you know, and I was heading there. So here's the book I read. It's called Prevent and Reverse Heart Disease. And I talked about this to you one time before, but Dr. Esselstyn, here's the story. It's a great book. And he tells you how to eat so you can reverse your heart disease through diet. And, and I follow that. And I'll show you another book that I, I like even better uh, before I close. But... Here's, this guy's the top surgeon at the Cleveland Clinic. He's now retired, and he, he's doing all these bypasses, and he's so frustrated because, you know, after they do so many and they put so many stents, they, people come to a place where they can't do any more. They either need a heart transplant or they're not going to, uh, to live. And so he said he had all these people. They had six months to a year to live, and he went to talk to the CEO of the clinic, Cleveland Clinic, famous for heart, right? And he said, hey, do you mind if I take these helpless, hopeless people and uh, I just put him on a diet. And he studied diet for years. And the CEO said, do it. So he did. And do you know every one of them uh, ended up living a full life? Some of them lived 20, 25 years longer because they reversed that heart disease. So it's the same diet that improves your immune system. It's just, it's just great stuff. And, 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 and it's just, I'll talk about how to do it. So I have a big idea, guys. This is what I want us to walk out, understanding uh, more clear than ever, and it goes like this. Diet and exercise play a major role concerning your health. Uh, they're, they're, they help, right? But they're spiritual things. There's other things. And I want to make sure you know I know that and, and also just encourage you in these other areas. So we want to talk about 
Just what you can put in your diet to help you out, right? But, but let's look at a couple verses first. You ready? Proverbs 14.30. A relaxed attitude lengthens a man's life. Jealousy rots it away. So this is about being at peace on the inside. So you could take jealousy out. You could put anxiety. You could put anything you want, anything that makes you stressful and, and, and not, you know, not at peace. But notice the first part. A relaxed attitude lengthens a man's life. So bad hormones are released when we're not at peace. So science has proved it. Science proves the Bible every day. And so you want to learn to relax, right? That's important. You can eat a really great, healthy diet that's good for you. But if, if you're stressful, it, it, you're going to still have some health issues. Uh, Proverbs 17.22 says, A cheerful heart does good like a medicine but a broken spirit makes one sick. And a broken spirit is just you're bummed out, you're depressed, and, and a cheerful heart says, Here, here's what we have to do, guys. We live in a, a world that can be quite a bummer, right? Life has a lot of fun things, but it throws a lot at us, and it's so easy not to be happy, right? So the Bible says rejoice in the Lord. Again, I say rejoice in the Lord always. And uh, I've just learned to focus on God, and I just walk around healthy. That's why I try to be funny. I, I, I would starve if I was a stand-up comedian. Anything I say funny is, is by chance. And I, I usually can't duplicate it the next service. Uh, so I'm not a funny guy, but I just, I just let loose. I just say, I'm going to let, just let it rip. And, and if I say something I get in trouble for, I apologize. But I just try to be funny. Why? Because a cheerful heart what, you know what's happening? Every time you're happy, you're releasing endorphins that literally improve your immune system. So it's really important. Here's one I built my whole church on, this next one. Proverbs 20, Dear friend, listen well to my words, the word of God. Tune your ears to my voice. Keep my message in plain view at all times. Concentrate. Learn it by heart. So that's meditating, getting the word of God into us. Um, those who discover these words live, really live, body and soul, they're bursting with health. And so the word of God is so important. And we learn what we talked about at the Lord's Supper. You know, by stripes we were healed. We can pray. We can see miracles in people's lives. And you know what? I'm so thankful for that. But you and I don't want to live our lives on miracles, right? So here's what I can promise you. If you eat healthy, you're still going to age and you're still probably going to have some problems in your life, right? So you're going to need prayer. But I just want to bring myself to a place, and I'd love to bring all you to the same place, where we're not just always depending on miracles. Or let's say it this way, we need less miracles, right? Just come to a place where we need less because we're being healthy. And uh, it's kind of like this. If you were walking around saying, I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus, my hand's healed, I don't have arthritis in my hand, and then you hit your hand with a hammer as hard as you could... Um, can you all agree your confession isn't going to change anything? You're going to have a very hurting hand, right? May have arthritis develop. And then every month, you just bang it. So I think if we're too unhealthy with what we eat, it's like hitting our hand with a hammer. So this is just all about balancing out to health. And uh, the Word of God is important. Again, we'll be praying for the sick and Borman here at the end of service. Uh, diet and exercise play a major role in your heart health. So what can I do to help you? I came up with three main points. Here's the first one. We make room for health when 90% of our food intake is healthy food. Do you notice I left 10% for cheating? That's because that's what science teaches. And so uh, you try to eat good most of the time, but guys, I am not a nun when it comes to food, and I, I have to have some fun, right? So I just like junky things. And, and so I just, I just eat them, uh, you know, 
I eat a cheat meal once a week, sometimes twice. I eat a cheat dessert. But then 90% of the time, man, I'm going strong with healthy things because I want to put all that nutrition in me, right? So you got to have some fun. I, I tried to go 100% in my life, and, and then what happens is you come to a point to where you start dreaming about bad food, and, and then before you know it, you just, you just eat so much you can't stop. And So now I just say, I, I can eat that. I'll eat it later. That's next week's junk meal, you know? So I just eat junkiest. It can be the junkiest thing in the world. Now, I like this scripture, 1 Corinthians 6, 12. I can do anything I want to if Christ has not said no. But some of these things aren't good for me. Uh, even if I'm allowed to do them, I'll refuse to if I think they might get such a grip on me that I can't easily stop when I want to. This could be alcohol. Like some people can have a drink and be fine. Others, one drink and they're, they're gone, right? Um, and, and it could be anything. It could be food. There's this food I can't handle. I just want you to know it. Pray for me. But it's the cream stick at Dunkin' Donuts, the oval one with vanilla cream and then the chocolate frosting. If I go through and say I'm going to get one, three come out of my mouth. I can't say one. Um, and, and if I take a bite, I have to have two more. There's something in it. I'll tell you what I think it is in a moment, uh, later on under another point. I just, but I can eat ice cream. I can have a bowl. Just say, I'm going to have that and quit. You know, I can do all kinds of things. But there's some things I just can't have one, right? So I know what they are. You need to know what they are. But the idea is try to eat healthy you know, 90% of the time. So people ask me, what is healthy? Well, guys, and I'll talk about keto in a moment too, because in, in a positive way. So if you're keto, don't think, oh no, you know. Um, but, but I just eat as many green, purple, planty things as I can, because you know what the color means? That's their antioxidants. You know what antioxidants do? Um, they, they kill cancer. They're just healthy. Your body doesn't make any, so you have to put it in your body. And that's what the plants do. And so we just get some in us. So some people want to know, what do you eat? You know, what do you eat uh, in a day? Uh, well, I, you're supposed to eat a big salad a day. I hate making salads, and I'm not too into salad. I like a salad if it has steak on it. Um, so sometimes that's one of my meals, you know. Uh, but uh, I came up with my smoothies, and I just put everything green I can and purple and yellow. And, and, and I just, I do a 64-ounce smoothie. And I eat, I drink half of it for breakfast and half for lunch. So I, I can go anywhere and just have my lunch. And then I do supplementary things. Like I do edamame with it. I, I just chew on the edamame in the morning. And then I do a cup of garbanzo beans. Uh, beans are like, they're a superfood. They're resistant starch. Uh, they improve your your, your, your gut health. And I do a whole cup. I air fry it, make it really crispy, and throw a quarter cup of um, roasted peanuts. You're like, so what? And so and then, then, I, then I, sometimes I sprinkle cayenne pepper on it, you know, and, and I throw that in my lunch. And then I'll eat a couple apples. I do 300 carbs just with my breakfast and lunch, guys. And, and I lost over 100 pounds, right? And so um, I, I just... Do healthy. So some people want to know what's in your smoothie. Here it is. Eight cups of cow, guys. I put eight cups of raw cow, uh, a half teaspoon of turmeric, cumin, and black cumin. Why? These spices are super healthy, and I don't cook with them. So I just said, I'll hide them in my smoothie. I had everything in my smoothie. Um, and then two tablespoons of flaxseed, guys, the best thing for your prostate ever. So I do two in that. A bell pepper, yellow or red, a medium zucchini, raw, of course, a quarter cup of cooked mushrooms because there's a toxin in mushrooms. You can eat it raw once in a while, but if you eat it raw all the time, it builds up. It, it could hurt you. I, I do a big beet, right? No salt, but a cooked beet. Uh, red cabbage, the 
Red cabbages are amazing, but I don't want to eat it. Um, um, three bananas. I do three frozen bananas. That just makes it taste so good. Uh, a cup of blueberries and a cup of mixed berries, guys. And uh, I just drink that twice a day. Some days, though, you know, I'm thinking tomorrow I might go have an omelet, right, with some bacon. That will be my cheat meal, right? So uh, I'm not a nun, but most days, guys, that's, that's how I eat. And it's been just really well for me, and I lose weight just about every week. So um, I'm not trying to lose weight. I figure wherever my set point is, that's where my set point is, right? And, uh, but here's something that's even more important, right? The foods you don't eat, well, it's as important. The foods you don't eat impact your diet as much as the good food you do eat. And this is important. And so I was looking at keto, because I've done keto, and, and it worked. I lost weight. My numbers got good with keto. Uh, my, my, by the way, my, my blood levels, everything's really, really good, really healthy. Uh, and then I do basically plant-based, but I throw meat in, too. You, you just heard me say that. But I was just looking at the testimonies for keto and then plant-based, and I'm like, how can they both work? They're just opposite diets. Keto is high fat, and you get your body into what's called ketosis. And then, of course, I'm consuming good carbs like a crazy man, but uh, my blood sugar is perfect. I'm not on the edge. It's just perfect. And so I'm like, how do they both work? And then I start listening to experts. Here's how they both work. It's what they take out. And do you know both diets, you know what they take out? Heavily processed foods. And so they just make sure. Keto, you can't touch any carbs because you come out of ketosis. My diet, I can eat carbs, and, and, I can, and then I burn fat. I do both. Um, but it's up to you. Whatever works for you. Our body chemistries are all different. But I'm just saying they both work, and it's because of what they take out. So this really messed my life up. I began to learn that. And then it's like, oh my God, 90% of what's in the grocery store, I can only eat 10% of the time. It's like, that's a bummer. And I, I like brown food. I don't know about you. I like things brown and dead. Um, uh, I really do. That's what I like. That, if I could eat anything, it would be brown and dead. That's what I'm eating in heaven. God, I just want everything brown and dead. I want it deep fried and I want it crispy. That's what I prefer, right? Um, but I ha it's like, oh, no, I have to read labels. Oh, oh my God. So I'm going to give you a couple of good books. And, and guys, I enjoy what I eat now. I want to be honest with you. But if I let myself, those are the things I like to eat. So here's a great book. Uh, it's called Salt, Sugar, Fat, right? And Michael Moss, he was an industry insider. He worked for one of the big food companies that fill up 90% of a grocery store. And he didn't attack these companies. Uh, but, but he got into diet. And he wrote a book about how much hidden salt and fat and sugar are in foods, and then also a lot of the chemicals they put in, and their whole goal is to make them addictive. But they're not evil people saying, how can we make everybody sick? They're like, how can we make our stock do better? And because we have a lot of their stock in our retirement funds, right? So we want them to do good. So they're not bad people, but they're not looking at it from that angle. They're looking at it from we need to make profits. But he shared a couple things. The whole book, I consider it the best book I ever read. So I, I thought it was the most enjoyable book ever. But I like science and I like business, so that might be why it was that enjoyable to me. But he shared a couple things that were fascinating. Do you know most major food companies like Kraft, whoever they are, um, they, one, one company had 100 scientists, chemical scientists, brainiacs. And you know what their job is? They're at corporate. That's all they do. They figure out how can we make this food so addictive that you can't just eat one, right? That, that you want more. And so they're, they're just figuring out how to do it. And whoever Dunkin' Donuts has with that cream stick, they are really good at it. <laughs> At least for my body chemistry, right? Your chemistry, you might not care, but that, that baby, I can't even smell it. And so um, 
or I will devour it. So just being honest, right? So these guys are figuring all that out, guys. And so uh, that's what they want. They want us to keep buying it. But the worst thing is it's, a lot of it's toxic. It's too much for our body. So if we eat it once in a while, we're fine. See, I'm trying to be balanced here. And, 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 and then he tells a story in this book, one of the best, funniest stories. Uh, he tells how they invented Lunchables. They invented it. And this company, they hired psychologists. And here's the psychologist's job. They're working with a guy in the company. Um, what kind of food can we develop that works for a, a working mom? And they just, they were trying to figure it out. And then uh, this company had a lot of meat scraps that they were going to have to toss. So they said, what if we, uh, they come up with this plan. What if we made this thing? They called it Lunchables. And, and we get rid of our meat that we're going to throw away. And we put some crackers in there. And so your kids can eat that once in a while. I'll tell you what, kids... They can get away with murder. Teenagers, you guys can get away with murder, but eventually you turn into me and you can't get away with murder anymore, guys. It's like I need every help, I, every advantage I can get at this age, right? So, um, but it's a funny story. I didn't do it justice, but you'll love it. And then I learned something else, and I call this calculus. This is calculus for diet, so, but I'm going to throw it out if anybody wants to research it. I learned there are good fats and bad fats. I didn't know that. And uh, you never want to eat too much fat, right? But there are good fats, you need fat, and then there are bad fats. And I didn't know how to communicate it, but a while back, I heard this doctor, and, and, and I never saw anybody put it all together. And uh, she wrote a book. Her name's Dr. Kate Shanahan. The book is called The Fat Burn Fix, and she's trying to help our metabolisms come better. She leans more keto, but she, she eats carbs, and she's not against it. She says if you're healthy, you can burn both. You can go back and forth, which I'm able to do. But... Um, it's an incredible book. And you can go to her website. It's Kate with a C. And guys, everything I'm talking about, if you just go to believers.cc, click this lesson, just click notes or our, our, our church app, and then everything on PowerPoint comes up. So if you want to figure out what book uh, do, I, do I need to look at. But she, she did a great job showing the good fats to fat, the bad fats. And so she has what she calls the hateful eight. You ready? I hated when I learned all this years ago. But, but it's, it's canola, corn, cottonseed, soy, sunflower, soft flour, grapeseed, and rice bran. You think these were all good oils, but here's the problem. They're not natural, so they have to heat the seeds at a super high level to extract the oil, and then the oil becomes toxic. Your body doesn't know what to do with it, so it mainly stores it as fat, and it just has all these toxins. So when I found this out years ago, and she just puts it in a good, good light, it's like, now I have to read labels. I hate reading labels. So I look at a label, I go, all right, you're my 10%. I can't eat you every day, but I want to eat you every day. I want to eat you right now, but I, but I can't, right? And, and so just, it, it just gave me a headache. But, but you know what? I don't want to eat anything that's bad for me because 90% of the time I want to know what's good. She has another chart on her website. I love this. And it's, the, the green is the good fats, so like olive oil, avocado, peanut, and it goes all the way down, butter, ghee. They're the fats. You never want to eat too many. Uh, you know, I, know, I know on keto you can get away with it because you're burning fat. Um, and then the middle, the yellow is just once in a while, and then the red is uh, the hateful eight plus. So if you want to see that, it's just, it, again, I call it calculus. I just thought I'll throw it out there. Some, some of you want to go further. Guys, I see it as a journey, right? And we're just all learning and layering, and, and that's good. And my heart is, I want you to need less and less miracles, right? And I don't know about you, but I want my quality of life to be really good as I age, and I want to be able to live to see my great-grandchildren, and then also... 
I don't want to be at the doctor's four times every week. And I just want to live healthy, right? And I want you to live healthy. So I'm just trying to say, hey, this is what I learned. And I've watched people's lives change as they just eat better, right? So the guy that I went to his clinic, he has probably the best book I ever read on how to eat. It will reverse heart disease too. And it's called Eat for Life, Dr. Joel Furman. It's amazing. But he is a drill sergeant, guys. And uh, he was so hard on me and uh, made me eat to die, but he made me exercise. He's like, you're going to exercise, Joe. So I start walking. My ankles are killing me. Uh, you know, and and because I'm carrying all that extra weight, and 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 then he said, Joe, do more. I'm doing a stationary bike, and I'm lifting weights, and 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 he said, do more, and he had a swimming pool. So I, I never swam laps in my life for exercise. I started doing that. Now I do that five times a week, and it doesn't hurt my joints, so it, it's great. But uh, he's a drill sergeant. But here's what I learned: I was in all his lectures there for that 31 days, and. He'll, he won't tell you in the book you can cheat 10% of the time, but he will tell you that in his lectures. So, um, and, and so you can. He, he had a 93-year-old uh, mother, and she came to eat with us, you know, a lunch and dinner. And she would tell me, Joe, I, I cheat sometimes. Don't, don't listen to everything Joel says. And, uh, um, and I would play cards with her. I wanted to play cards, and there was a group of ladies that played cards every night. So I called Gina. I said, you okay with me? She goes, who are these ladies? I said, they're all 80-plus, honey. And... I, I, she said, no problem, Joe, no problem. And, and, uh, but some of them were card sharks. Oh, my gosh. But I got to know the, her better. And, and so, guys, it was just a lot of fun, a lot of fun. And, and I, I just I do everything in layers, right, and just learn a little bit. I, I incorporate a little bit. So here's my next point. Uh, we make room for health when we move our bodies. And we just have just walking is all you need. Moderate exercise is all you need. This is science. I'm going to read it. Benefits of exercise. Moderate exercise releases endorphins that reduce pain and produce a general feeling of happiness and increased energy. It also fights depression while improving brain health and enhance, enhances uh, sound sleep. Exercise helps us maintain strong muscles and bones while reducing the risk of chronic disease. It also increases our lifespan. So uh, I used to do it, and then I stopped doing it. And then I started last August again. Listen to 1 Timothy 4.8. Let me throw some scripture. This is heavy-duty spiritual now. Listen to this. Um, Training the body helps a little, but godly living helps in every way. Godly living has the promise or godliness of life now and in the world to come. So he's saying exercise is good for you. Diet's good for you. But the most important thing is godliness. And so, uh, but it's good to add some exercise. So I'm an extremist. You do not want to follow what I do because uh, I work out on a stationary bike four times in, a, uh, in the morning, and then I do swimming five times uh, a week. So I just, I get bored with exercise, so I go fast, and I, I, do, I do less time, but I do it fast because I'm bored out of my mind. And, and, I, and, I, and I exercise with I, a clock, and I, I try to keep doing better every day. That's my personality. Just a slow walk will help you guys. That's all you have to do. And, and for those of you that say, I can't move, here's something really great. It's called Simply Seated, uh, and it's Curtis Adams. And you just work out sitting down. And it's just really fun. And, and, and it will help you. It gets you up to the next level, right? But you don't exercise to lose weight. You, you can lose weight with never doing an exercise. You do it to release endorphins and for your health. I've lost that 1,800-calorie data. I never worked out, man. I just I, did, I ate ice cream and lost weight. So you, you can lose weight, but this isn't about losing weight. This is about adding healthy things. One more point, and I love this point. We make room for health when we practice fasting daily. 
and I don't want to scare you with that, but most of you have heard of intermittent fasting. And so uh, you try to have a fasting window. Uh, uh, people push 16 hours. That's a little much for me. Um, but I typically stop eating 5 or 6 o'clock, and then I don't eat again until 8.39. And I do my smoothie. I usually make my smoothie at night. So I can be in any meeting eating. No, you know, I'm just eating my beans and drinking my smoothie. And, and uh, so, But I always go at least 12 or 13 hours, and there's a reason for it. It's not to lose weight, although you will burn extra fat, but I don't do it for that reason. Listen to this. Once we haven't eaten for about eight hours, our body will enter autophagy. That's a Greek word that means self-devouring. Think of Pac-Man, right? And, and our body begins to eat all the toxins and cancerous cells. So that's why I do it. I just figure if I rest my food intake, it just lets autophagy happen and boom, 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 boom. Uh, it's eating all the toxins in my body and just helping me be healthier. So you don't have to do it. Uh, eight hours, nine hours would be great. And it just, it will, it's just, I call them just little hacks to make you a little bit healthier, right? So where do we go from here, guys? Where do we go from here? I'm going to ask you to do a couple things, but pray about it. Just add a layer. Say, okay, man, I hate salads, so I'll do a smoothie. And uh, someone just texted me and showed me their smoothie they were going to do. Um, but I'm just going to add something, whatever it is, something. Just add a layer. And then little by little say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to take a couple bad things out. Add a layer. It will do you wonders, right? And do some kind of exercise. Moderate's fine. Just add a layer. That's all you have to do. And just... Let, let you see how you feel from that. So not your typical service. Just if you didn't like it, blame Gina. She made me do it. And uh, <laughs> if you liked it, it was all my idea, right? Just, yeah, good job. Can we give it up? Say thank you, God, for wisdom. Because there is wisdom in the Bible, guys. There is. There is. So we want to pray now. Close our eyes, bow our heads, and we're all hungry, right? And uh, some of you are going to get a donut right now. So let's bow our heads, close our eyes. Father... I did my best. Tough subject, but man, thank you for uh, just helping us say, hey, we can add something. There's something I can do. So Lord, here's our prayer. Give us grace and give us wisdom on a couple steps we can take, Lord. And, uh, and, and we thank you for it. Thank you for directing us to the books we should read and the direction we should go. And Lord, we know the spiritual things are the most important. And so we understand that, Lord. But uh, there, there is some practical science things that change our lives forever. So Lord, make it real. Help everybody take that next step. And we thank you for being God in every single one of our lives. And heads are bowed, eyes are closed. And if you're listening now, listen, guys. The most important things is your forever. And we partook of the Lord's Supper and we talked about this sacrifice that Jesus made. And, you know, he died for the sins of the whole world. God raised him from the dead. And the Bible says, whoever calls on his name, God will save them. It's beautiful. And so maybe you grew up in church and you know all about Jesus, but you can't remember a day when you accepted him and said, I believe you're the only way to heaven. Maybe you're one of those types of people. Or maybe you're not even sure if God exists, but you're saying, you know what, Pastor Joe? I can't believe it, but my heart's touched and, 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 and I believe Jesus died and I'm ready to pray and accept him. Or you're somewhere in between. It doesn't matter. The Bible says if you call on his name, he will save you. He will save you. He's amazing. And so if you're listening right now, you say, I'm ready. Would you pray with us? The rest of us are going to help you. And guys, let's help them. Let's let them hear us. But just say this after me. Say, Lord God, I realized I was born sin-stained and I need a Savior. I repent of my sins and I look to Jesus. Jesus, I believe 
that you're the son of God who always existed, came into a human body, and you died for our sins. That God raised you up, and I accept you this day as my Savior. I make a decision to follow you and become one of your disciples. Amen. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast. There are a couple things I'd love for you to do. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. That helps us spread the word and impact more people. You can also help us see others connected to God by investing today at believers.cc give. And if you want updates on all things Believers Church, check out believers.cc or follow us at A City Connected on Twitter and Instagram or search Believers The Connecting Place on Facebook. The best way to connect with BC is live and in person at one of our weekend worship experiences. We have locations in Boardman and Warren, and you can get the service times and plan your visit at believers.cc. Thanks for tuning in to the BC Podcast. Thank you.